Previously on the Nostalgic Front Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Nostalgic Front. I'm Patrick Hasty. Oh, I'm Brandon Ream. And this is the Nostalgic Front Podcast. Fantastic. One, Fantastic. two, three, four, go. Thank you for listening to the Nostalgic Front. I'm Patrick Hasty. New. And I'm Brandon Ream. How is it going, Brandon? Oh, Patrick, let uh-huh. me just uh, tell you real quick. It's going fantastic. <laughs> what is that, a Takati? Uh, no, this is a uh, Polar Cranberry Why don't you fucking 100%. show it to me on the camera instead of hold it? Yeah, there you go. Oh, okay. Dang, it looks like it's got to get, I mean, the color scheme of a Takati. Yeah, yeah, it uh, does. You know what I mean? It Poland does. Spring, huh? Where polar, do you get that, Just Sam's? regular Polar. Uh, no, I got this at uh, Price Chopper. Oh, yeah, get to the Price Chopper. Get to the... Uh, uh, um, Buddy, how are you? I've told you, I'm fucking fantastic. Having Hell yes, a, I am. Having an exciting time. You got it to is. The, have you ever seen the Chiefs lose live? Yeah, baby, I saw Jamarcus Russell go two and zero in Arrowhead. Oh wow! Yeah, Jamarcus yeah. Russell. He won a game with like seventy yards passing. Yeah, undefeated See, at Arrowhead. Let's go. Let's go back. How was the weekend at the uh, Kids City Comedy Club? Pretty great. Looked Pretty great. fucking great. Uh, never did uh, no club weekend, and yeah. uh, it was pretty fucking badass. Uh, got taken care of. Yeah. Uh, what does that great. mean? Hand jobs. Drink some foods. They yeah. had good food there. Uh, cool fucking uh, openers and uh, yeah, dude, it's a good Very time. Cool. Shane crushes. So you know how it uh, is. It's pretty cool to be able to do five sets mm-hmm. in three days. Yeah. Do five twenty-minute sets and just kind of like play with them a little bit different. Tag different. Uh, You're so yeah. hot at the end of them, you know. Forget different. Yeah, I was. So much better than the Saturday night audience. I'll tell you that for fucking yeah. free, dude. It was oh, great, dude. I love it. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love hearing it. I love I love the photos. You look great in those photos. Thanks. That, that black long sleeve tee you got with all the, the red metal logo on it or whatever. Yeah. Man, you look good in that. Sound like my wife. You look like you lost weight too. How how's that? You've been losing I, weight? I haven't. I was just wearing all black in a black room. Oh yeah, cool. You look great. I'm, though. I'm still uh fatty like always. Me Keeping too. it too. Hold it down for the fatties. I'm having, I gotta get in shape. I'm to the point where it's like not even funny anymore. Like, I'm, I feel like I'm just obese now, and it's like, gotta get that taken care of. Hey, at least the brain's doing good, right? My brain's doing great. I feel alive. I feel smart. But no, it was, it was great. Great time. Uh, Shane crushed. It's good hanging out. So funny. Did he uh, go to the game with you guys when you went to the uh-uh. game? Nope. Oh, bummer. He's already back in New York, baby. New York. New York yeah, yeah. City. But uh yeah, it's kind of funny too, cause uh I'd hope so. It was we, a comedy we show. Plan- yeah, I know. We planned all this mm-hmm. and then get down there and all of a sudden it's like I gotta work. What do you mean? Like it it was a job all of a sudden. Oh yes, yes, yes. I thought you meant you got down there and were like, Oh, I gotta be at work at six AM. I mean, I'm at I'm at the club from fucking six thirty to eleven thirty. Now, can I ask you, did you do two shows a night? Yep. I've never experienced that. I've never done two. I I mean, I have. I've done like two different shows in different venues that I where I would do 20 or 30 in the same night. Yeah. But I've never done it like in a club where it's boom, boom like that. kind. Especially because I do so many callbacks and references to my set. Yeah, I feel like it. I would have ang- I would be so anxious you, you that I call I'm, back the seven o'clock show. Yeah, yeah. I'm so it's. I'm so hyper aware of that. Yeah, but I love that. You ha- I love that it happened. I love that it became a job. I love that feeling. Yeah, dude. <sighs> We're gonna hundred smackers. Jesus Christ! Look at that. Yeah, dude. Just don't Ca- tell Uncle Sam. Cash or card? Check. Check. Oh yeah, I love it. Comedy when, Club LLC. Yeah, bitch. When they you get that check and you got it. Have have I? To- I don't think I told this story ever. When on the podcast, Gideon and I headlined a club one time, co-headlined together, and we didn't know what we were making. We 
Oh, got a little polar coming back up. Yeah, it's a hey, polar express. <laughs> better, hey. better out than in. I always say that doesn't uh-huh. work for burps. Um, Gideon and I headlined, co-headlined a club one time, and we didn't know what we were gonna be getting for cash. You know, like we we just knew we'd get paid for it, but we didn't know. And they were sold out shows. It was a great weekend. Um, and then afterwards, the 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 staff pe- people they come over with a check, and they're like, "Oh, here's your guys' check." It was like. Something like seven hundred dollars, and we yeah. were like, "Holy shit!" Now, given that was for the two of us, yeah. But Still, isn't out it of the weird? blue, when we're on the road making, hold on, when we're on the road making forty dollars a night, that's great. But then what happened was the the staff members like, "Oh, hey, I need that check back. I made a mistake," and we were like, "Of course you did. There's no way we get seven hundred dollars." So they took the check back, came back with another one, $950. They made a mistake in the wrong direction. We we went to the car and I hadn't told Gideon the the new check price yet. And we played that game where it's like, okay, Gideon, how much money do you think we made? And he's like, 400 higher, 450 higher, you know? Yeah, dude. Oh, so good. It's it's weird when, uh, because I was talking to one of the comics in Kansas City about this too. Uh, where they they started around the same time as we did. Mm-hmm. You know, they're about 10, 11 years in. Yeah. And it's like, uh, we're just used to not making money, you know? And yeah. nobody ever did anything for money. Like my first fucking, what, three years of comedy, I'm driving three hours to do a fucking one-nighter and maybe make 20 bucks. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And never even asking about money and uh it's so like post-pandemic comedy all of a sudden there's money to be uh, i don't know if there's money in new york but i was joking about the fact that we would like on house of bricks you know you book like somebody from snl yeah i just did the seller and uh they come down to your show and it's like hey all right um well here's uh two drink tickets yeah yeah, yeah, And, and they're stoked and then you Venmo them eight bucks the yeah. next day. We at my show Lookers. Here's what I here. I, I really changed up the game for New York producing in my pocket. How much Jackknife? You make 10 bucks, right? Yeah. Hello, beautiful. You do the show. You make 10 bucks. My show Lookers. I was doing 15, baby. Oh, wow. And I was like, I felt so good. And, and it was funny because that thing, you talk to a comedian who works the road, who's a real professional comedian, not just one of our dumb friends that temps like we do. This is like a professional comedian. You talk to them, you pay him 15 bucks on Vimo, and they're like, holy shit. I yeah, didn't know this. show here. Yeah. I love that when you people make the decision that they had a really good time after you the show's long over and they get Vimo, they're like, oh, that was a great night. Yeah, uh, I love it. I love it so much. I was so proud. I was so happy to see all the sets and see the photos and stuff. I love Danielle was posting pics the whole time. Um, did she go to every show? Uh, no, she wasn't too feeling too well on Saturday or for the Friday shows. Yeah, so she, she just stayed home and uh, fucking uh, watched Lucifer. Stayed home as in the hotel? In the hotel, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good, cool. And then Nate Simmons just moved down to fucking uh, oh. Kansas City and he did... Uh, the guest spot or the host spot in in the clutch. Oh, that's uh, cool. He just moved from New York down to Kansas City with the... Yeah. I know Nate. Um and then I uh, was it let me ask you was it also the uh uh was the the show's part of the festival? No. No. Cuz I know that this weekend too the Kansas City Comedy Festival is happening. Yeah, yeah, Aaron Naylor's uh, new festival. Yep. Um so I thought that would be kind of cool if you like, you know, back you know fall ass backwards into getting a new festival credit (laughs) yeah yeah well i would have uh submitted and i would have tried to like do a little bit of hanging or something if uh, it would have permitted but you know i was too busy working at the club all weekend and just uh (laughs) yeah i just couldn't make it out to that uh little grassroots festival i know god as much as i'd love to uh support them look at us Uh, i feel like hanging out in the green room they had shane or sam talents book in there Oh, really? Cool. Yeah. I need to get and that. the servers. They just bring you whatever you want. Yeah, I probably drink. It'd be well, so I, funny. I didn't if, even, it'd be I so didn't funny get, if you actually made like a, yeah. you made eleven hundred dollars, but they all that stuff you thought was free wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's but, great. Uh, what all you get boosted? But up? you don't drink that much. You no. Because yeah. you got a you got another show. I'm a professional. Yeah. So you then know, after get, the second I like show, my, I like getting that you know shot. You know where you just 
you know, just uh, just a random out of the blue shot just to loosen you up a little bit. I like those. Yeah. I did I don't know, those. I don't know if we talked about this. Dream, but they had a mini fridge full of Red Bulls. You might as well call me Doug Benson on stage now because I get high as shit. Also, I've been in my head since doing a lot more feature stuff uh, about. What the fuck are you talking about? You did one weekend. No, I'm just talking about feature sets. Oh, like longer sets. I've been doing a lot of one uh, one night feature sets, dude. I did feature set for off with their heads. Feature set, like you're right, you're right, you're right. Stuff you're right. I do You've bumped is, up your pay grade is like twenty plus minutes. Got it. Okay. And uh, I've been in my head because I take my phone on on stage, put it yeah. on the stool, you know, uh, leave it on notes with yeah. my set list there and all mm-hmm. blown up and i have a little beverage next to it yeah and i was like shit you know i've been able to get away with this mankato and yeah teehees and and opening for rock bands but i'm doing a club here mm-hmm. with fucking shane torres dude I, yeah he, he really stuck his neck and rep out for mm-hmm. me to fucking feature for him here all weekend i can't be fucking around i gotta remember my stuff i gotta study up and then of course the week leading up to the show, I didn't do any fucking. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't did. do anything. I was like, I'll be all right. And uh, I took my phone. On, well, the fucking host went mm-hmm. up there, phone on the fucking uh, stand table. Yeah, and I was like, all right, then I'm going to do it. It'll be fine. Yeah. And then, of course, Shane, he comes out with his fucking phone and notepad. Yeah, notepads, notebooks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. So now I'm like, all right. Well, if a fucking headliner does it. I'm never yeah. going to fucking think about it again, but here's the thing. Tell me. Didn't even look at the phone. Five Love fucking sets. It. Love it. Do and, I, I've and never... it, it's a lot. It, it's a lot more fun when you're kind of like stuck out there in the ether, you know, it's and the best thing you have to pull. Like you, you pull it off and then you realize you forgot a chunk altogether. And, and then, then sometimes you're like, you can naturally fit it in. Yeah, you know what dude. I mean. Where you, it's I it, it that feeling is the the high of why we do why I keep yeah. doing it. It's when you're like the it's almost like it's a PowerPoint that you're speaking into the sky. Like I can look up and be like, I've dusted this whole chunk, and now I'm doing this thing. And fuck, I bet I could riff this thing that I used to say back in Des Moines. I bet that get yep. a good laugh, you know? Yeah. Um. Yeah. And then what my favorite thing that clubs some clubs have, I think Laughing Skull does this, and uh, Comedy Corner Underground in Minneapolis does this. They have a countdown on stage. And oh, so you, yeah. it, you can ask for it to be a clock, a countdown, or a count up. So what I did was I asked for it to be a clock, like a timer. I like going. those every but once then, in a while. As soon as I'm at, you know, uh 40 minutes, I'm like, well, fuck, I got five left. Time to hit into the closer, you know? Yeah. And and the whole time you could be like, I'll look up there and I'll be like, you know what? I kind of assumed that I'd be about 15 in at this point. You know, I love it. And it's, and it's in a spot where the audience doesn't know you're doing that. Um, I yeah, also the, think the, the notes on stage isn't as big of a deal with you for like something like what you would do because yeah, you would just have your set phone. List. Yeah. Well, and, also, and on top of that, uh, just a phone. My, one of my big defenses of me doing it would always be like, uh, you know, some people will be like, Oh, really ruins the immersion. Mm-hmm. of comedy like uh it's like yeah people are really not gonna believe that i fucking uh whatever stupid example yeah, of a yeah, joke yeah, i yeah. tell oh i thought he really went to the air and space museum but then i yeah. saw that he was reading that off his telephone <laughs> yeah you know oh i love it i love it it's so exciting um i did a show on friday night a little, little club called kiwi d here in new york City. oh hell yeah and um, it's a show. Last stop laughs. I don't know if you ever did it. It's Pat Holbert. Is he's another comedian? I like him. His name is Ph. You know, another Patrick H. And uh, he it was him. Uh, Katie Compa was hosting, who was great, fun show. But what I here's what I didn't know, brother. Uh, eight minute spot, nothing fancy. You know, I'm not like you. I'm not into featuring as much as you are these days. You know, um, but I went up second, I think, and it was a hot show so far. People are doing, having a good time, being funny. I fucking had the uh, probably the second best set I've had since pandemic. Nice. And I didn't tape it because my phone, I hit record on my phone and it had that thing where it's like, you have two minutes of video left. And I was like, oh, fuck, I got to delete some stuff. And so these goddamn Southern Darth Vader videos, I have them clogging up my phone. Uh, so I didn't get video of it, but it was so fun. Hey, the people are talking. They love them. Thank you so much. I love them. I'm so into them. Uh but then what happened with the end? So the show, I didn't know how the show is structured. 
it's a five comics do like eight minutes or whatever. It's like a regular showcase. But then the last 12 spots are open mic spots where everybody does three. So like this room had probably 20 regular people, but then 20 open micers in there who are brand new, who I don't know. And so that's kind of fun because then when you destroy in front of them, yeah. first off, they're, they like comedy, so they're ready to laugh. But then also, they all now just think I'm a fucking great comic, you know? Yeah. Like if Patrick Hasey gets referenced to any of them, they're going to be like, oh, I watched that guy fucking destroy, you know? Yeah. Um, and then we had Jackknife last night that... uh saw that. Guys look good. Yeah, it, it looks good when you frame photos correctly. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but tell me you went to the game, you watched your buddy fucking Aunt Josh Allen. Hell yeah. I went in the game. Uh, let's see. Uh, me and the wife, we met a couple of randos from LA at the bar the night before. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And like, they're weird. They're, uh, I forget what they're like. One of them works with Oprah. Oh, weird. And like, they're like, uh, like people's people. Mm hmm. Like to, to couple my people, of like couple, and they're both like forty plus LA dudes. Yeah, I mean, we met them at the bar. Found out that they were going to the game too, and then mm. found out we were at the same hotel. Oh, cool. and it's like, well, you guys can just ride with us. Yeah, and they're like, all right, well, we'll buy the groceries for the fucking tailgate, and mm -hmm. the, the great little spontaneous thing, and went out there to the stadium, uh, and fucking grilled up some burgers, some brats, yeah, yep. drinking some whiskey, drinking some Bush Lights, wearing all my Raider gear. You walk over to that spot where that guy killed himself, that player, a couple years ago? No, I think it was at, like, the practice facility. Oh, sure. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, Belcher. Belcher, yep. Yeah, Bob, Bob Belcher. Belcher. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, he took his burger restaurant. Who was it? Romeo Cronell that had to watch that and then got fired, like, a month later? Or Maybe. Charlie Maybe. Weiss. I mix all these guys up. Todd Haley? It wasn't Haley. I know that Haley would have been, like, you know, do it, puss. Haley's, <laughs> like... Do you know Haley's not even a head coach? Yeah. He's in high school right now. Yeah. And he's, he's not like even a, the head coach. He's got a, I think he's, he's got like a, an offensive coordinator for high school. Yeah. I think he's got a podcast. Maybe he called into McAfee not long ago. And I was like, this guy sucks. Yeah. yeah uh, totally. But, but so, okay. So tailgate was fun. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, walked all the way. It, it's always annoying to, some of these games where you show up and then you realize you're on the other side of the stadium oh, and you're God. already inside the stadium. Yeah. So you have to walk through all, we had to walk through all of humanity. Yeah. To get to the other side and then, you know, all the way up to the nosebleed seats that we had. But yeah. uh, we watched the game and had a great fucking time. Great. And the Bills won. That's good. You didn't have to leave it at halftime like last time you were at Arrowhead. Hey, uh, we left in the second quarter. It wasn't even <laughs> fucking halftime. <laughs> Um. Yeah. What a bummer. I was by that time. I was high as hell at Jackknife running the show when the game ended. So I didn't actually see the last drive. I know how it ended. Hey, it was a it. good game though, Patrick. I, I, yeah. Sure. My wish. Uh, Ref, uh, refs couldn't bail the Chiefs out two weeks in a row. You know. Um. Oh boy. Speaking of refs, uh, Iowa State Cyclones had a hell of a run on uh Saturday there. Um, I, thought the, was I thought the Hawkeyes offense uh, looked about as good as they have in months. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They were Hawkeyes week. were great this week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty cool. Um, golly, yeah. But and then uh, guy on for me Saturday, uh, the hamburgers came over. Uh, Gid, Kate. Oh yeah, Robert E. Lee, uh -huh. and we uh we watched TV. We watched uh, football, and then we played Uno. Nice. Did you know that you could keep score in Uno? Yeah. We just learned that. And now Uno's got a new card that's like... Like uh, the custom house card? Yeah, well, there's that, but there's also a card that's like, uh, take everybody's cards, shuffle them up, and redeal. So like, if you've got two cards left, and somebody's got 20 cards in their hand, they shuffle them all up, and then everybody's got like 11 cards or whatever. Um, oh. Which was crazy, but it was. I had a blast. I haven't played Uno... Since the Creek days when everybody was always playing it at the Creek. Um, but yeah, it was crazy. It was really fun. Um, how was your day today? You, you, did you go? Did you work today? Uh, yeah, I worked today. It was a fucking slog. Yeah. When did but, you get uh, back? Late last uh, night? Late last night, like at about midnight. 
Yeah. Okay. It was, it was a it was a haul trying to get out of the fucking stadium with how busy it was. But uh, Friday, well, we got into town Thursday night, went straight to the club, had a great time. There was an open mic. I stuck around. Nice. Uh, we stuck around for that and bullshitted. Uh, and then uh, Dude, can I ask? I haven't seen Shane do his hour. Does he currently? Would he do that? Like there? Does he do that Guy Fieri bit? Uh huh. Because no, I he's, can... work, he's got a uh he's recording a special here pretty soon. Nice. Uh, I just, I just would, I, it's one of those things where he's so funny and he's, and he's got fans. So it's yeah. like, does he have to do that? You know, like, wouldn't that be fucking awesome if you have a joke that you, and it was funny. He was doing a Freddy Krueger bit at the end yeah. of uh, the every mask? set. Yeah. I saw him, I saw him have a mask. He did a show here. I don't remember where it was, but I yeah. saw him wear it. Yep. Yeah. That's awesome. And he just do a Q and a as Freddy Krueger. Jesus. He's so good. You think yeah. I should get a Darth Vader mask? Do a Q&A Darth Vader? Yes. Hey y'all. hey, y'all. Do you see the one where he... Yeah, never mind. Hey, I got a question for you, uh, mm-hmm. Darth Vader. Uh, yeah. What's hey. your opinion on... on you, we all know you hate sand. Is there anything else you really hate? You know what? Uh, I don't want to be a dick, okay? I don't want to be have any... I'm not trying to make waves here. But you know what I hate? Do, do you know what I hate? Huh. Those fucking triangle ships. Like, why do we... Like, why? Why can't we have, like, cool ships? Why do they gotta look like cheese? Something like that. Not good. Not right. good. It's I riffed right. it. But my, my right. riff gun's off. But, uh, yeah, the uh, Friday, the wife wasn't feeling too well, so I just watched a bunch of uh, I Think You Should Leave. Uh, and, yeah. uh <laughs> I saw you do a deep cut riff. You did the... The, the characters, characters episode of uh yeah Jeff so freaking cool freaking Jeff <laughs> so cool um I actually uh, just saw a new a thing from him that I'd never seen before it, last night it was a like a YouTube commercial that he did for Netflix for the for the first season of I think you should leave yeah and he's like it's a show about weird things that happen and then people get angry and it's really fun and and I do it because I like to make people laugh but really it's just because I hate my dad and my dad's just such a he just made me so mad. And then his dad shows up and he's like, hey, Timmy, I uh, got you that sandwich you wanted. And he's like, I said I wanted a chicken sandwich. And then you kind of just see that he's a piece of shit to his dad. Yeah, I've he's had like, a big oh, uh, pretty good. Tim Robinson week again just because uh, I had nachos with the wife uh, sure. yeah. last weekend. Fully loaded. <laughs> That's right. Oh, what? God. When we leave now... We'll have a lot of time before the movie. I'm not going to the movie with you. What? <laughs> so good. Uh, Christ the Lord. Well, let's find some fucking trending topics. Man. Oh! Now, back in Reem, I don't know if I ever told you this. You know, my hometown, there was a uh, haircut place called Sheer Trends. Oh, Trends hell yeah. Topics, baby, what do you got? I haven't pulled uh, it up, but I can quick. Well, uh, first off, yeah, Heels new album coming out this Friday, ten twenty two, baby. Second bitch, get on Bandcamp. It's they got it'll be on there. All their yeah. other shit is. I bet they, they got you one could, single. Toss them some fucking ducats. We shared the single the other day, and it's really fucking good. Yeah, dude. Um, I also want to shout out real quick. Uh, you know, listeners, I don't know how you listeners remember stuff, but a long time ago we did an ad for Sam Severn. Uh, she's stand up in from Atlanta. It was very very funny. She put an album out and like maybe two years ago, we ran an ad for it. She's in a band called Small that Uh fucking rules. And you can get their album. The album, I don't know how to say this. It's called like Decathexis, Decathexis. But uh, you can get it on. It's on everything. Spotify, Bandcamp. Go buy it on Bandcamp if you want. But it's so fucking good. Just cool punk rock. So go get that. Um Okay, and and of course the uh, speaking the, of cool punk rock, you fuck with Soul Glow. Soul Glow is that the stuff I spray in my hair? So that... nah, it's a good uh, uh, like uh, hardcore uh, punk rock no. band. Soul Glow, I I have not, but I like the name. Wife likes them. I'll look at them. Pretty I'll good. Them. Oh, weird members. Like, there's only one member, and it's Gigi Guerrera. Yeah, it's like from Jersey and shit. Yeah, it looks like it right up my alley. Um, ooh. Uh, mm, mm. I hope their singer is a black man. He is. Okay, good. <laughs> because the names of their and the whole the whole band is. Okay, good. Because the name of their albums and EPs 
You got to be a black guy to say those names. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, what if you go to the concert and you have to like buy the album? And be like, yeah. you just point. That yeah, one. yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, want yeah. that one. Uh, can I get that one? Which one? Uh, uh, Untitled? No. Untitled LP? Huh. Diaspora Problems? No, uh, can I get the one that came out in 2019? Yeah, but you got to tell me what it is first. Uh, Okay, what else you got, Buck? Uh, Nothing's fun. It's all yeah. fucking like uh, Kanye bullshit. Uh, Brendan Fraser said he'd do a fourth Mummy movie. I love it. It would be so good. Do a fourth the- Mummy movie and bring back fucking what's her name? The babe. Yeah. You know, total, the cool. total babe. I mean, uh, it's pretty cool seeing Ariel Elias just uh, break the Internet this week. Yeah, we, we kind of talked about it last week when it was just popping. Yeah. But yeah. She, it's all over now. I mean, I mean, she's like everywhere. It's I. It, it's been shared everywhere. Oh, this this is huge. Jennifer Aniston supports David Schwimmer's Kanye West criticism. Yeah, good. I don't know what any of that is. I know it all. I know it. Kanye. I know Kanye saying dumb shit. Yeah, Kanye's and people insane. are selling uh, newspapers as a result. Yeah, he today had announced he's going to buy Parler, which is the racist Twitter, like the you know. Okay. Um. Pretty pretty fucked. Um. Oh, Ryan Reynolds and Colin Hanks are making a documentary about John Candy. I saw that Candy Month Halloween. I like uh, Ryan Reynolds. Uh, he, he seems like a cool dude, and I appreciate the way that he's always. Uh, I just. I like the dudes that make a lot of stuff and then get stuff made for friends and stuff. He seems like one of those guys that's just like using his clout to get people working. You you know, yeah. Something that's interesting, I didn't realize I was because I like him too, and I understand that it's probably one of those things where it's very uncool to like Ryan Reynolds, but I don't think I I don't care. I like him. I think he's funny. I like his title of comedy. He's very self-effacing, but he's also kind of bully-y in a funny way. Like, like, kind of like how Conan is, you know, where it's a lot of razzing, but you know he's being sweet about it. Um, But I read something. I didn't realize how big Deadpool was. Like, I knew it was a movie and everything, but, like, it changed everything. Like, he became, like, a multi- millionaire because of it because he was a producer yeah and he put i know that he and, made the video and the and story one of the of most all. productive or uh like profitable movies yeah. in a while i didn't realize that that at the you know at the time i guess i was just like oh cool there's a, a movie yeah and know? then like the other little shit that he's done around there is like uh hitman's bodyguard yeah and then there's one the and two and then pokemon free man free was fun or free guy yeah and yep. uh there's a movie called the adam project which i haven't watched yet but uh mark ruffalo's in it it looks good um uh, and atom but uh yeah that's cool uh, halloween ends came out it's number Did one in the theater that? and on peacock so Ooh. that's that's a big w right there yeah um i still gotta watch the last one uh the i i really enjoyed the first one and then the boo birds didn't like the other two and i just uh hadn't gotten around to it i know yeah. I, you, I shouldn't let fucking no i know, get it that shit influence you but I, I I can talk myself out of watching shit all the time. Um, I don't. I'm trying to get into the Halloween spirit this year because I'm not a big, I'm not a big Halloween guy at all. Um, I don't like horror movies, but I'm trying to get into it. Um, at work today, we've I I know that I talked about this on the podcast, but like my office moved about a year ago, and now everything is settled to the point where like I can just start doing things that are like fun again. Like I can just goof off, not goof off, but like. Hey, what's this old box that we've always had? What's in here? And so today I found our uh, um, our uh, projector screen. And so oh, yeah. I'm going to show you this. <sighs> My light's fucking it up. But it's it's that dancing pumpkin head guy. I just projected that guy dancing on the side of the wall well, of our office for like the whole day. More uh, Ryan Reynolds notes. Yeah. Uh, he wants a It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia cameo. I saw that. I saw it. Yeah, yeah. Have you Rob, watched? Rob said, uh, "Yeah, Mac needs a boyfriend." So, <laughs> have you watched Wrexham, the Wrexham show? It's the uh-uh. the show about the so- the soccer team, him and Rob own in in Wales. It's really good, and it, and it's one of those things where it's like, I don't know when the episodes come out, but like I feel like there's like four new episodes a week, and they're all pretty good and forty minutes long, and um. I really like it. It's really good. Uh, I've been getting yeah. into watching uh, underwater sports recently, and I had no idea as popular as it What's is. What's that? Is that when you go? In apparently, the there's twenty thousand leagues down there. 
Okay, I thought it was going to be like a water sports piss joke, but I love the way... Have you tweeted that already? Yeah. Yeah, that's in the set, dude. Okay, yeah, that's like a joke. Um, uh, Lots of sports happen for sure. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah NFL's uh, crazy. Everybody's three and three. Yep. Dodgers are out of it. Dodgers, uh, most wins ever to then get knocked out in the postseason that quick. Um, Dodgers do that a lot. Yeah. Have they won a ring yet? Yep. Like... <sighs> They, well, they, they, got... they won the COVID year, 2020, and there's a lot of people that like do the that's an asterisk. Yeah, just like that. the Spurs don't uh, get a title the, for the first the one strike year. Yep. Yeah, but see, I think that in basketball it's a little different because it's um they still had to go through a full playoff run of seven games per playoff game. Uh huh. Whereas like in baseball, it's like the first round's two games, and that one, the first second round is one game. You know, like. Um, but yeah, they won that one and then they lost two world series like a couple years before that. But, um, right now, the, tonight there was a rain delay cause it's raining here, but Yankees guardians are going up and it's winner take all. Um, obviously my Mets lost. That was a bummer. It was a bummer. The Astros beat the Mariners. That sucked. Padres though, man, looking great. Yeah. Real fun team to watch. They're, they're the, the it's, they're appropriately named because they are the Dodgers daddies. That's true. You know, when I was a kid and I collected baseball cards and I didn't know anybody that knew anything about baseball and I didn't watch baseball, I just had the cards. I thought they were called the Padres. Like, I thought that's how you had to say it. Like, oh, I like the San Diego Padres. Yeah. Pretty fun. Um, and then see, uh, She-Hulk had oh, its finale. finale. Uh, I haven't uh, checked it out yet. Uh, pretty stoked to eventually get around to it. Loki. I, I enjoyed it. I liked it. It wasn't my favorite by any stretch. I don't even know if I have a favorite of all the Marvel shows, but I really had a good time watching it and it genuinely made me laugh. I think she is very fun and watchable and great. Um, and the finale is definitely the craziest shit that has, I think has been sanctioned in the um, MCU. Like in terms of like the way Deadpool was with like the right. winking at the camera and meta stuff. Very much like that. So really, like, really liked it. Um, it sounds like uh, Cartoon Network. Uh, they're uh, reassuring fans and everything. Uh, they're sounds like they're not going anywhere. So that's good. To oh, know. OK. That's good to know. Uh huh. They get Warner Brothers is so fucking dumb with all this stuff. They got they got rid of their writers program. They're like the writers program for like, uh, you know, BIPOC people and Got a lot of flack, and then immediately we're like, nope, never mind. We're not doing it. We're not getting rid of that. What are you thinking? And it's like you just announced you're getting rid of it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So fucking dumb. Uh. Yeah. How about Andor? Are you caught up on it? Uh. No. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. I haven't got a chance to watch anything. I had to try and knock out. Uh. As much. I watched. I did get Attack of the Clones, and it only took me four fucking different segments. Yeah all on my phone whenever I could. I just haven't had a chance to fucking watch anything. Yeah, that movie sucks. You know, I've just been busy um, doing, doing the club and shit. Yeah, doing features and stuff. Uh, I think, and, I, and I'm not trying to be just some fucking lame. I think Anders is going to, Andor is yeah. going to be one of, the, I'm Cassie and Andor here. Well, I keep seeing the uh, memes and, uh, you know, I follow a lot of Star Wars subreddits. Yeah. And uh, pretty much everybody seems there's just nothing but good energy around it. It is. And it's one of those things like I like they, if whoever made Obi-Wan, they should look at them and be like, this is what these guys are doing this with the same shit you had. Yeah. You well, fucked up, you know? Um, well, Obi-Wan also has a lot of fucking lore hanging around it. Lore weights hanging wait, around its fucking lore? neck. Data's brother? Yes. He's met Obi-Wan? The Nostalgic Front Podcast is brought to you by Kazi, Jennifer L, Matt, John, Grammarhole, Edward S, Joan, Emmett, Christina A, Hank Finch, my cause, Brian, Sophie, Adam S, Shank, and listeners like you. All right, big dog. Now, I don't remember what we called this. 
what is it like star wars quarter or some shit yeah dude um but we're back for another installment now hell yeah i think i thought i'm stoked we don't have to watch another horrible star wars movie for two months (laughs) yeah pretty much um i uh we did it i do like that since we're watching chronologically we are like two movies away from one of the best there is you know like that rocks um uh attack of the fucking clones attack of the clones all right now take me back 2002 patrick hasty okay uh were you stoked for attack of the clones or Um, uh were you one of those people that i mean still knew uh it took me years to know that the prequels were bad yeah i I was was just a teenager that liked all the star wars being on i absolutely loved it i was so stoked for it I'm sure I told this on one of the several other Star Wars podcasts we've done. Yeah. But I... Uh, it was we my went movie go- of the year, 2002. Oh, sure. Yeah, 100%. We went to go see it in one theater, but my friend Tim fucked up and bought tickets to a different theater. Yeah. So we all saw it in different theaters, and our theater left being like, the greatest movie ever. And apparently in his theater, they yeah. all left being like, that's a fucking worst movie. And what so were your driving- favorite parts back in... At that uh, time? Yeah. I loved it on your I, first watching. I was so less. I just didn't care. I loved seeing Yoda fight with the a Yoda fucking, fight was so know? good. I loved the Coruscant shit. I loved the yeah. car racy shit, you know? Yeah. Um, I think, right. I think I have all Coruscant, meaning the I liked the race, even though I don't love that now. The or not the race, but like the the where they're chasing that person. I loved the shot on Geonosis oh, yeah. of the Jedi running to go the first when that's the first time you saw more than two yeah. Jedi on a screen yeah. holding lightsabers in your entire life and they're running to go start a fight I um on your rewatch okay if you can do this do you think you enjoy it more than you went in thinking or do you think you enjoy it less than you went in you know what I mean like I enjoy it as much as I do a, watching Star Wars you know I like watching Star Wars yeah and uh but like did this rewatch make you like it more or less or push it's still my least fit it's still the worst star wars that uh isn't rise of skywalker i'll be interested to see my tier ranking at the end of the year yeah same thing but uh i mean going through it all again the fucking it's always gonna suck because the love story is just so fucking bad it is the dialogue is so fucking bad like it's just it it kills it hey detective obi-wan that's fun you know he's running around he's solving shit he's getting into an epic battle with fucking jenga fett doing mortal Kombat kicks to his chest i love all of that stuff is great i think i think the the best thing this movie has and i think we're really seeing it being utilized in the um uh the bad batch this for that first season of the Bad Patch is all of the stuff on Camino is really great. Yeah, I love Django. I liked seeing a little Boba in their apartment. Um, him talking. I liked seeing Obi Wan figure out what the fuck was going on. You yeah. know, Hugh McGregor is fucking the anchor for this movie. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it'd be unwatchable. And you know, we'll say it a, a lot forever, but. Uh, it did a, the prequels, especially the first two, do a great job at laying the groundwork for a world build that uh, got flushed out in a t- a cartoon show that should have never been as good as it is. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like, like what the Clone Wars does for Attack of the Clones and yeah. like the left, like, like again, Anakin and Padme's relationship is just like, we're just told that they love each other. It's like two fucking. And there's no reason like that. That uh, it all goes back to that first interaction they have where she's like, Annie, is that you? You've yeah. grown so much. And he's like, you've grown too. more beautiful. I mean, or something. It's <laughs> yeah. like so fucking weird. Yeah. And and again, like, OK, so like, let's go through the process when I he saw said, the movie. He's a fucking incel. And he says oh, the shit yeah. that like and she's into it. Yeah, for she no falls well, in love with him for some. She's into reason. it. You you don't even know why she's into it. All of a sudden they kiss. Yeah, 
It's super weird. And and she's also like, uh, we can't we can't do this. Our love is forbidden. We don't know why a senator can't date somebody, but this yeah. is forbidden love. Now let's go out on a fucking beautiful walk, and I'm gonna wear less clothing each scene that we're yeah. in until I'm dressed like a fucking dominatrix in the fire. Yeah, it's wild. There's yeah. so much stilted, like okay, so like and it, that poor. I mean, his deliveries are so weird. I, I like Hayden Christensen. Buddy, this is what I've... We kind of talked a little bit about this last week. I think he got way... Because there's this movie called Shattered Glass I've talked about that he's in that I think he's brilliant in that came yeah. out around the same time. He's better... I think it, it's because of the fucking green screen shit. Uh, yeah. I don't think anybody... I think that Natalie Portman and uh, Ewan McGregor are top tier actors and were at that time. I don't think Hayden Christensen necessarily was... And if you're not, how the fuck do you act like that? Yeah. How do you how do you get comfortable and build a scene in those situations, you know? Um, and also think about like a lot of Obi-Wan's shit in this movie. He's alone. It's all that Camino stuff. It's not like there's anybody there. Like I, there's people he's playing off of. Yeah. But he can build those scenes himself. And then the animation <laughs> comes around it, you uh-huh. know? But him and yeah. Padme with no inter- no chemistry trying to build a scene is insane. Yeah, yeah. They got about as good chemistry as Boba and Jenga Fett. Oh yeah, yeah. I really uh, wish that Jenga's great, but man, yeah, everybody does. But that man, we're two prequels in, mm-hmm. and every fucking child actor is like the worst child yeah. actor. Like they're like producers' kids that got rolled out or something. But yeah, Jenga like, or yeah, Boba Fett is really bad, uh, and. Yeah, there's a lot. Also, I can't stand him saying "milady." Going yeah. back to Anakin, every time yeah. he says that, like they've all been memed to shit. Yeah, for good reason. Every single fucking line that Anakin says to Padme mm-hmm. is fucking corny as shit. It feels like they stupid. didn't like his deliveries on everything and his line reads and the way that all most of the conversation, honestly. It feels like they didn't let him do more than one take or something. Yeah. Because like, yeah, there's scenes where it's like literally you feel like they're stepping on each other's words and shit. The only the reason part it- where when he gets out, of, they take that transport um, and uh, when. OK, so like Anakin and Obi-Wan say goodbye and then Anakin and uh, Padme go to get on that other transport to go. Oh, to they the get on the space gondola. Yeah. And there's a part where. Anakin's like, we got to go. And she's like, yeah, okay. And it's like, why did you have that? We all understand because of context, yeah. you got to go. Um, and then when they're walking, I I wrote this note that I thought was so bad. They're walking and she goes like, I'm afraid. And he's like, this is my first you know, mission by myself. I'm afraid too. And then they go, at least we have our two. And then they laugh like it's fucking your boy Shane just told a joke on stage. You know, (laughs) it's so fucking stupid. Nothing built that scene. Nothing built towards them having a playful laugh there. Yeah, he's there's a thing where he goes. So he sees her right. This going backwards. Sorry, I'm really out of sorts. I'm really like nonlinear with this, but he meets her again for the first time. And he says the weird, you know, you're more beautiful, blah, blah, blah. They talk for like a second, right? Like maybe a minute. And then she leaves with Obi-Wan and Anakin walks over to Jar Jar, who he also hasn't seen in 15 years. And is like, it's like she doesn't even know me anymore. (laughs) And he's like, well, she's been going through a lot. Somebody just attempted to kill her. Yeah, he's just really. Like Jar Jar's literally doing the right thing there. He's like, be cool, man. She's had a rough couple days. Like his second conversation with Padme is complaining about Obi Wan, and doesn't he? When does he snap at her when she's like da da da? And he's like, "No, I'll make that decision." And she's like, "Shut the fuck up! I'll make the." My favorite is when he tells her he loves fascism in the middle of a grass. They're hanging out in the grass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he's like, "Well, if they can't uh, figure it out, they should have somebody." figure it out for him and force him to do it who you maybe (laughs) all flirty uh god i just want like i the more every time now that more i watch these i real i don't think i have it in me 
all I want to do is make the Patrick Hasty cut of Star Wars, where it's like, get yeah. rid of all the stuff I don't want, but then make it still make sense in a way. Uh, yeah, pretty much it's Obi-Wan finding the clone army and showing up on, uh, and then there's just a wedding right at the end. Yeah, the part with the fucking, okay. I think so the whole battle. I think the, the way to watch the prequels is about the same way uh, the Jedi Council watched them is to just not pay attention to anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I think the best way to watch, and I think the best way to watch the sequels is with your eyes closed. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, th- this one really takes a hit because Phantom Menace has enough the, new nostalgia. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and. It has more stuff that's good. It has a villain. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like Dooku, we're almost two fucking hours into the movie before we get Dooku. Yeah. And then you know? we're also He's- like kind of it's like are you right? Like, am I supposed to be on your side? Yeah. Was Qui-Gon on your side? Are you lying or are you telling the truth? What would make me believe anything? Like yeah. you know, like there's nothing leading us to like Darth Vader's turn. This movie needs a fucking like uh you know point of view character. We don't have mm-hmm. that. nothing yeah. gets explained to us the entire fucking time. Totally. It, totally. It, it, it took me like 5 years and novels and cartoons to know what the fuck's going on. It feels like it's so rushed. Everything yeah. feels rushed. Yeah. Like as if like they had they're like we got to get this out by Friday. Yeah, uh, like no, there's no second takes of anything. Well, a lot Scenes of these are edited wonky, yeah. run, run on too long. Yeah, Dax's diner. Yeah, like all of that stuff is so. It's fun so now strange. to make fun of, but I still hate it. That's a lot of and, this movie. Okay, so this is the theory I'm trying to like come up with, because like, we can agree we love Andor and we love like Clone Wars and stuff like that. So what I think is, the prequels are not. Okay, so like a new hope, that is us actually seeing events as they happened in real time. Like we're like a god narrator watching this or a god watching this. Same with Clone Wars, okay? Same with Rogue One. But the prequels, that is like someone else watched this thing happen and then they put out a terrible video game about it. Yeah. And that's what we're watching is cut screens from a bad video. God, game. speaking of bad video games, the goddamn conveyor belt scene. Jesus, nothing looks real. Nothing yeah. looks lived in. Nothing yeah. looks no th- like think about movies. Think about things like Rogue it's One. like they put Hayden Christensen on a stage doing Star Wars kid. Yeah. Flailing it around and they're like, we'll add in it's the fucking... Gean- we'll add in the Geonosians in post. It's Sky Captain in the World of Tomorrow. Is what yeah. it is. It looks so like it. Think about in okay, so for what we say about the sequels in Force Awakens, when they go to uh Maz's temple, yeah, and you see those tables and all of the people sit, all the aliens and races and droids all sitting in there, you know, and it's very harkens back to like Tatooine and Mos Eisley and everything. That feels real. That feels like those people have lives and stories and backgrounds, and those droids have lives and stories and backgrounds. No, at no point in this movie. Does anybody other than Anakin, Padme, and the Obi One, and Pat and the whatever feel like anything? Like when they're what about our drug dealer, Death Stick guy? He uh, he's, he has he's one of the only people in the movie with a fucking arc. You're right. Anakin doesn't have he has the fucking guy selling Death Sticks has a bigger arc. His name like, is Alon Slees Bagano. Hell yeah, I got a, I got the Funko Pop. Yeah, I've seen an action figure of him. Uh, it just, it's so, like, this, especially, like, the Battle of Geonosis is so, like, the when they're flying in at the end with the ships and everything. Yeah. It just feels like Natalie Portman and... We uh, have CG clones. It's so bad. Tell me we can't get fucking people in clone armor to run around? We gotta have CG clones? And how... And what, CG Yoda? Could, was it cheaper? Like that's the thing is like, was it that they was it like, what was the mission statement? We're gonna try to make a digital movie as digital as possible, or was it? Uh, some things we'll do digitally because it'll be easier, but it might cost more. Like, is however, it, you know, it is cool that I know I do know most of the backgrounds and shit 
It is a green screen, but it's models. Yeah, there is some models and stuff. Um, and they so build like, models for everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Camino, that's all models. Uh, changed the scale and Geonosa and uh, tat like all oh, the yeah, city yeah. stuff. And like how is Naboo models. is like. Remember the cliffs of Naboo are salt. Yeah. We've learned that. Um, and uh, the cinematography on Naboo. I mean, that's the only good thing about the look because well, it's real. It, it's it, a fucking it, it, grassy yeah. field. It, it's shot. It's all shot fucking great. Yeah. Until anytime Anakin wants to ride a fucking animal. If Anakin's riding an animal, the uncanny, uncanny valley, and it's the 2002 version of it. It just doesn't look good. This it's like, movie, it's like takes- Spider-Man climbing a wall for a first time. Legolas sliding down a fucking uh, the, elephant, just yeah. like the shit that takes you completely this is, out. This movie, if there, if like, if Legolas sliding down that fucking, you know, elephant's tail is a uh, uncanny valley. Star Wars: Attack of the Clones takes place in the Grand Uncanny. Yeah, it's so, like, it's so. Phantom Menace. It didn't really get there until. Uh, I don't know. I, I think the darkness of uh, the Gungan hideout that looked bad, but it didn't mm-hmm. look like horrible. It's like uh, it. It mostly looked real because you have all the Tatooine shit mm-hmm. up until you get to the big battle between all the droids and the Gungans. And you're like, all right, I'm watching a fucking cartoon. Mm-hmm. This slips into cartoon way too fucking often. And it doesn't just slip into cartoon. That's the thing is it doesn't slip into cartoon because it needs to be. It slips into a cartoon because it's like they're pushing it to be that. Like it, that whole scene at the beginning. That like the we chase made this, scene? The chase scene, it, I loved it when I was a kid, but like nothing makes sense in that. No why. There's Obi-Wan lands that space speeder that we've never seen before and we've yeah. never seen again. We've never seen a speeder that flies hundreds of feet in the air. And he lands it on this like street. But there's no other speeder cars anywhere. So it's like, where do those cars go? There's, it's not like this is a parking ramp or a parking garage. He lands it there. Also, there's trains down there. So why yeah. are there trains and you could fly 100 feet in the air? There's 300 billion there's people on all it. these fucking pathways. Also, I hate uh, Anakin even more when he says uh, official Jedi business. Go about, go about your day. Yeah. You can tell he loves it. Yeah. He loves that. People yeah, look at him a certain way, and that's the thing. Like they should, hope he should have had a body cam on when he killed all those fucking sand people. Somebody last night, I guess. Oh, so no, no, no. I was watching a thing about like different fan edits of the Star Wars prequels, and I guess there's one that I want to find. I just haven't found it. I haven't downloaded it yet. But they re-edited Phantom Menace so that Anakin isn't all ah shucks, and so that the things like him accidentally blowing stuff up all that's gone it's more like he is using the force to do it also it kind of makes more sense yeah um and i think that sounds interesting but he's just so un like he the one thing i always thought with him is like he should have been chaotic good and then got turned you know then we would have had such a holy fuck did you ever watch uh agents of shield no they had a guy that in season three that happened, one of the main guys in season three, you find out, boom, he's been working with Hydra the whole time and he's a monster. Yeah. And that reveal was so fucked because we'd seen him go through all of these things. And it's just fucking hell, man. Yeah. Um, I also like it's hard. I with with Phantom Menace, there's a few different things I can find that I can really hang my hand on that I like. Yeah. It's so hard with this one. Like, I like the scene, like, in Phantom Menace, I like chunks of, like, seven to ten minute scenes. In this, it's like, I like, like, minute and a half long scene. I like when Obi-Wan asks, or when Yoda asks yeah. the kids. Obi-Wan uh, on Kamino. Is, that's good. That's the only Is probably the best part in the movie, and that's a Jedi walking around talking to people. It's just like, yeah. It, it's... Uh, I... It's I, it's weird saying this, but some of the stuff that works the best is mm-hmm. uh, Palpatine too. Just oh doing, yeah, doing all this bullshit and playing both sides, uh, and that shouldn't don't... be interesting. That shouldn't be it. Yeah, but but as somebody that uh, is way too 
uh, entrenched in Star Wars. Whenever I rewatch these, I like to see how Palpatine is operating everything behind the scenes. Yeah. And unfortunately, that shit's really hard to follow. And I know what the fuck's going on. You know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. You know what I think sucks so much about it is like the Coruscant we see in Andor. I recognize that as the Coruscant we see in the Clone Wars cartoons. Yeah. I don't recognize that as the Coruscant we see in Attack of the Clones, even though two of those are live actions and it's supposed to be, you know? We don't the the fight scenes in this one suck. Yeah, there's uh, a scene when the when the battle of Geonosis is starting up and they're bringing in they're flying in with the the clones for the first time. You know Yoda how he talks weird. Yeah. Yoda says around the survivors a perimeter create like in a moment like that. <laughs> I don't think he'd do his fun wordplay. Yeah. He'd say, like, take us down there or something, you know, like, ugh, it's so frustrating. And Obi-Wan, I mean, I like Yoda's fight with, uh, uh, I like, oh, I like that fight. I like the way, uh, at first it was Obi-Wan and Anakin fighting what's his fuck. Yeah. And then they just go and let Dooku. Yeah. And, Dooku and they just and they go and lay over and... by themselves. It's just a pile of fucking yeah. jumped out. It's Jedi. weird. He's laying on Obi-Wan's boots a lot and it looks like it's like posed, like it's an ad. Yeah. The way he's just like laying back and Obi-Wan's boots are perfectly behind his head. Um, I liked Yoda's fight and when the movie was over, when we left the theater, that was all we we were so jazzed about that, seeing Yoda yeah. fight like that. Um, But like in retrospect, it's so weird. I enjoyed the the revenge. I like it because of my memories, but when you rewatch it, you just see a whole lot of like, uh, you know, the pretty much gift out part from the uh, fight scene in Revenge of the Sith, where but they yeah. both stop for a second to twirl their lightsabers and mm-hmm. then get back to fighting for fifteen minutes. It seems like the five minute version of that. Yeah, you know what I yeah. Mean? It feels like, like it feels like it I, feels like nobody's trying to kill each other in this battle with swords. This is what it feels like to me. Hold on, They're just trying to fucking. The They're trying to do fight. that shit at raves where like people have like glow Obi-Wan, sticks. Obi-Wan's battle with, uh, and with, uh, Darth Vader in a new hope, even though it's very wonky, it feels like two people actually having a battle. Right. And there's gravitas. And there's histories yeah. there in, Every fight in Attack of the Clones feels like this. Yes. It just feels like you're two, banging two Ninja Turtles together. Two action figures just banging against each other. Except again, uh, Jenga Fett. Jenga Fett's uh, battle is good. Jenga is good. Jenga Fett Obi-Wan's good. However, uh, Mace Window, Jenga Fett, uh, it's just he, he runs up and cuts his head off. Slices his fucking neck. But if you watch Samuel L, he does a lot of fucking just like green screen mm-hmm. par- uh, parries where he just like twirls a lightsaber and it then just fucking- doesn't nothing looks. I understand that it's not supposed to be real and that it was 20 years ago and shit, but like it's I, I it's fucking stupid that I can oh. su- suspend my belief more yeah. for a cartoon that was being hey. made around the same time. I think it's stupid. I think it's stupid conceptually. When Jar Jar Binks has a droid on his foot that yeah. just miraculously keeps shooting other droids. Yeah. But at least I can see it happening. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the physics work. It's yeah. like, oh, like in, in my eye of the scene, I understand Jar Jar has a droid and it's shooting other droids and it's on his foot or Jar Jar pulled the fucking trailer open yeah, and all these and big giant balls are now rolling out like it it's a real it's it's a real thing happening all of Geonosa all of the fucking conveyor belt shit it's just fucking it's Star Wars kid it's a and Rube then, Goldberg yeah it's like they had a bunch of people go run around have fun it's like don't worry we'll we'll add the Jawas later you do you do you do like electrical work, right? Yeah. I mean, in any world, could you just randomly put one of those droids' heads on a different robot's body, 
and it would work and uh, be well, aware. It's Star Wars. I'm I'm not too worried about it. But also, do we really need to replay uh, Empire Strikes Back? It's so weird. We did it's that so in bad. Empire. Yeah, it's so bad. I uh, and also then, always got to yeah. call out the classic uh, R2D2 can fly. Yeah, you know? first time ever. Yeah, and it's like the there's some meme where I it's get, just like yeah. Luke's like, oh, so you could you could fly the whole fucking time. We could have used <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> there's a uh, um a thing. Whenever I watch that scene, I don't watch that scene. I just think of I think it was a PlayStation One game, maybe of Attack of the Clones, that I played at my buddy Nick's house when we were young, and it took us oh. like a whole night to beat that sec- scene. Yeah, because you had to like get across there and do all this stuff, and you kept falling into the buckets that the lava goes in and shit. And so, like, I think of that when I see that scene. I will like, say, yeah. uh, the the Battle of Geonosa gets pretty cornered pretty quick, but uh, the Obi Wan, Anakin, and Padme, uh, and the Gladiator Arena mm-hmm. Arena, it's fun. It's, it's fun. one of the better spots. If the rest it, of the movie it, was. Where Better. It's where they actually have like fucking tension yeah, for once if, because they don't have lightsabers, you know? If the rest of the movie was better, that would be a spot where you're like, eh, it's a little weird, but it's fun, you know? Yeah. But since the rest of the movie's not better, it's like, well, I can't point to that as the best part, as the good part, you know? Yeah. Um, also though, I will say, as a goddamn red blooded straight cis guy, <sighs> Natalie Portman in that little ripped half shirt, hi caramba. Yeah. When she falls off that the spaceship yeah. and lands in the desert, and then there's that one droid there. If I was that droid, if I, not droid, uh, clone, I'd be like, "Hey, baby, hey, what are you doing? Where are you yeah. going? Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, you want to get out of here? You know, like she was gorgeous. That's the story I want to see. That's the what if Star Wars story I want to see, where her and that guy walk themselves out of the desert. She falls in love with a clone, and then it's just the story of a queen and hiding in love with the clone. And then every once in a while they turn on the TV and they're like, Oh fuck Darth Vader. Well, you know, she uh, has about as much of a reason to fall in love with him. as Yeah. In all fairness, he's going to stick with her and maybe save her life right there. And then to make it even weirder, he's five years younger. Oh yeah. Yeah. And he's also five years old. Um, God damn. What a, what a cool uh, thing. Uh, I do love one of my favorite moments, uh, in the rewatch is, uh, number one, I can understand why she had a body double when she was a queen. Mm -hmm. Do like all the senators get body doubles when that explosion happens up top? Here's my question. Isn't she still a queen in this? No, no. She's Senator. Okay. 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 Because they already got a new queen. Um, Here's the deal. Here's uh, the deal. Hold on. I think I got to finish my previous point. Oh, sorry. My apologies. And uh, I think it's funny when her... uh, double her yep. body double dies mm-hmm. and then the body double says i'm sorry i failed you yeah or it's like no you you did your job you fucking you're great at being a body double to die instead of me you didn't fail are you talk now let me ask you are you talking about at the very beginning yeah i thought that was the current queen i thought that was the uh-uh. current queen of naboo no, 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 that's them because they're they're trying to kill her. And that's what the scroll says. Yeah. And then up at the top of the movie, they're trying to kill Senator uh, Amadela. Uh, and then that's why they bring in the Jedi so, for security detail. I, I'm, yeah, I see what you're saying. I'm so not sure why Obi Wan. It's confusing. That is, is for sure. But what I'm wondering, what I'm thinking is, then if you want to try to put some motivation on these computer generated things. I wonder if they assumed the senator would be in the same ship as the queen or as, you know, as I don't think that was her. No, it tells you in the scroll they're trying like the opening title scroll. So then that maybe that's why they, her. that's why she has a doppelganger is because somebody's trying to kill her. Yeah, but I know, agree. She's just a senator now. I agree. But that's I still think that's a big deal. Fucking Palpatine was just a senator and he look at what he could do. Right. Look, look what I can do. Uh, yeah, goddamn. Well, I feel like that's good enough. Yeah, dude. You know what? Uh, we talked gonna... about things we like, talked about how silly most of it is. 
I'm thinking about uh, ordering some new stickers. Listeners, tell, tweet at us. Tell us if you want more stickers. We're thinking about getting the new logo with, uh, with, uh, yeah, the new logo. And then, by the way, we have about, I don't know, like 150 nostalgic front buttons. If you don't have a button and you want one, or if you had some and you lost them, let me, let us know. Uh, I've been leaving them around clubs all over New York, but if you want a button, let us know. Um, where can the listeners find you? You got any more feature dates coming up? Uh, not until December. So we'll oh, talk about that more oh. when that gets closer. Uh, let's see. It's going to be uh, at Reamcore. R-E-A-M. K-O-R-E at Yahoo.com. That's great. So check Follow me out on all that shit. You got any viral tweets going? No. Oh, man. I mean, yeah. I was hoping you'd have something something good. Um, you can follow me at Patrick Hasty. It's at P-A-T-R-I-C-K-H-A-S-T-I-E. PatrickHasty.com for all upcoming shows and dates. I'll be in San Francisco, California, in the middle of November. So make sure to check the website for that if you're out there. Um, my closest to a viral tweet in the last couple of weeks has been, shit is the piss of the ass. Yeah. Yeah, that got some good love. Um, hey, yeah, I got a little uh, subtweet love on that. Oh, yeah. And then come is white P and then Kath come is P squared. Um, somebody. Oh, fart is the breath of the butt. That's dark. That's crazy. And then somebody replied, ew, this means piss is the shit of the dick. And I said, ew, that is gross, brother. That's beautiful. <laughs> um, And then this is really good. Somebody said ass is the legs of the back. And I said, more and more people are saying this. Um, yeah, PatrickGazy.com, all upcoming shows. Get on our Patreon if you want to give us a dollar. We just got a new a new Patron. Hell yeah. We're going to have to edit the, the sound bite coming up. Yeah, we do. Um, tell your friends. Be cool. Take care of yourself out there. You That's know? right. Uh, be cool. Never die. Do not. And as always, remember, if you're not an NFer, as hey. in a fan of the nostalgic front. Uh huh. You're, you're an, an MFer, as in a motherfucker. That's right. So get the fuck out of here. As in leave, you dip shit. Oh, here comes the dog. That was fun. That's cool. It we was. could change it up and it still worked. All right. I love you, buddy. Have a good night. All right. Later. Love you, dude. Good show. Bed. Yeah, it was great. This is a fun one. Get out of here, Shy. Theme song by the band Heels out of Memphis, Tennessee. It's great to have friends like Patrick and Reem who are obscure and yet thoughtful. I love this podcast.